0: This episode may contain some content that some listeners find offensive. This is not intended, but we assume you can make your own judgement around that. Thank you. If you would like to contact the show, there are now many ways you can do it. If you want to send us a voice message, you can do. Go to anchor.fm forward slash Orpov and click on message us. Uh, Go to email, you can send us an email via orpovpod at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter at Orpovpod. Uh, Plenty of ways you can do it. Get in touch, let us know how you listen, when you listen, what you think of the show. And if you'd like to hear us talk about anything in particular, let us know and we'll see what we can do you want answers i think i'm entitled you want answers i want the truth you can't
1: handle the truth what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i've ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it may god have mercy on your soul
0: Hello, 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 and welcome to episode number seven of our Random Points of View podcast. Orpov. Orpov for short, which I think is genius. I think it's genius. See, when you search for Orpov on the podcast app or uh, anywhere, you know, that comes up. Is it only us that comes up? Only us that come up. Um, Us and us only. Uh, Us and us only. Uh, So I think it's genius. I think when we get our email address, it's going to be perfect for that. I looked on Twitter for a title, uh, for a handle. There is somebody called Orpov, so we can't have it. Um, how much they want. for twitter i uh, don't want to pay i don't want to pay for it we'll just call ourselves like something else but um or pav two or pav number two i don't know but we'll do something else but on this episode or pod um or pod
1: i think oh, that was what i suggested to our you.
0: random points of discussion
1: man we could have done that why why now simon i, I was more going <laughs> with um our random podcast oh.
0: i think yeah too late i'm, I'm I'll be, I'll be crying about this later on. Tonight in my bed, I'll be crying that we didn't think of ORPOD or random points of discussion. Anyway, this episode might be a little bit more serious than some of the previous ones that we have done, uh, because we're going to be talking about mental health. We're going to be talking about mental health in general, uh, but the reason we're bringing it up is because of what happened recently, a few weeks ago, in the uh, the tennis world with uh, Naomi Osaka, who... Um, do you know the full story of this, Simon? Or I think I probably just know bits of it. You know bits of it. Okay, so what it was, I mean, the tennis players, they have a, a duty. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly to do media interviews after games, you know, matches, whether they win or lose, they have to do it as part of their contract, as a way of promoting the sport. You know, it's how it's done. Uh, because of her mental health, she didn't want to do the interviews at the French Open. Now, she's number two in the world. She's not an insignificant player, right? They fined her $15,000 for not doing the interview. And then they threatened to remove her from the tournament. So she removed herself from the tournament. So a few days later, she decided to remove herself from the tournament. And then the tournament were a little bit more like, oh, we wish you the best. We want you to be okay, blah, blah, all that kind of stuff, right? Oh,
1: that's good of you. We a bit too late.
0: Yeah, where were you when, when she was telling you that uh, her mental health was being affected by doing interviews for the... Um, she didn't say it was forever, you know, was this moment in time, right? She's going through a difficult period. So she's had to basically not play her sport, give up her career essentially for a period of time until she's ready to proceed again. And of course, it raises a lot of questions about sport and sports stars and mental health. When it comes to physical health, that's a big thing for them. You know, they, they really have to take care of their bodies, uh, especially tennis players because yep. they no, are... No 900% markup popcorn. No, they make a lot more money than that. Do you know Naomi Osaka, when I looked up this up, she's worth about $60 million that she's made.
1: Oh, so what you're saying is um, she can afford the fine?
0: The, the fine wouldn't be a problem for her, yeah. It would be like you being fined a pound. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could afford it, right? It's not a big I, deal. I, I couldn't even afford a pound. Really? Well, maybe we should talk about that in our next episode. We'll, we'll get that sorted right out. Um, <laughs> we but won't. We'll have a charity uh, episode for you. <laughs> we'll see if we can raise Orpov Aid. There we go. We'll get uh, a few quid. Who, um, who
1: do we get to play?
0: Well, it'd have to be Oasis.
1: Are you sure? I, no. I was thinking more automotion. We'll get it.
0: Oh, man. If it's for charity, okay, fine. <laughs> if it raises you a couple of quid, we'll go for it. But what are your viewpoints on what happened to uh, Naomi Osaka?
1: I think it's disgusting. You know, the fact is that she's turned around and she said, look, by the way, um, we're not. I'm not in a position to be able to do this because um, I'm struggling at the moment. And then for, essentially, our employer to turn around and go, eh, we don't care. I think that's bang out of order. And I think she has to do the, in this particular instance, she has to do whatever she needs to do to look after herself. As someone, you know, and I, I, I'm I'm only kind of saying this to kind of illustrate the point, and James, I'm sure, will probably jump in as well. As someone who struggles with this type of thing anyway, um, it's a case of I can certainly understand that, you know, when you're feeling... You know, in a particular way, whether that's you're feeling low, you don't have the, the motivation to do something, um, or it's a case that, do you know what? Just leave me sitting here in the corner, you know, in a, a metaphorical corner, um, and it's it's a case of just just leave me alone. I just want to do what I need to do. I'm coming. I've managed to put on my war paint to be able to come out and do the job that you've employed me to do. I'm not going to say asked to do, but employed me to do. If that's not good enough, I'm going. Bye. Yeah,
0: no, you're absolutely right. It's uh, In our job, you know. we won't go into details, but if we went to our, our, our respective managers and said that we were feeling this, that I don't know if I can perform 100%, they'd probably give us a little bit of leeway. They would say, this is part of your job, but... We'll understand if you, you know, need a little bit of time just to not do that for now. So if you were struggling with one particular part of it and you were like, I don't know if I feel like doing that at the moment because of this, uh, and they they might let you away with it because the alternative is you're just not there at all.
1: Well, I I struggle, you know, hitting the tennis ball when you serve.
0: I'm that good. Well, or not actually, no, it's because I hit it way, way off the court, isn't it?
1: I wasn't going to say that. Yeah,
0: no, I used to be great at tennis. Um, That's that's one of the reasons this story kind of... Um, resonates resonates with me because I used to play a lot of tennis as a kid and I was quite good at it um, I was never good enough to get to that level you know I was never going to get to the,
1: the anyway, it was the enough to keep me happy things.
0: it was enough to keep me happy I played pretty good you know I won a lot of games and uh, you know I, I, I enjoyed it and I followed the tennis uh, in the professional world as well and to see sports stars because this is sort of in general mental health but because it, it affects everybody uh, it doesn't matter what your walk of life is you could be a sports star you could be a movie star you could be the richest man in the world Um, you could be just a regular person like you and I You know, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what happens in life it can affect you in in any way
1: um, at any time I think that's that's also the kind of important thing to kind of highlight as well is that um, it doesn't just affect you once necessarily, it's a case that, you know, for myself something like depression, without kind of getting too down in the dumps here people it's a case of if it happens once, it's more than likely going to be happening, you know uh, reoccurringly throughout life it's a chronic condition you know you're not kind of like one and done you know it's not like oh let's go and get a vaccine yeah it's a case yeah. of do you know what things are going to happen you know which you know on their own all insignificant but join them all together there's going to be the straw that broke the camel's back as they say yeah yeah i mean
0: the first one may not be too bad But then as time goes on It could get worse and worse and worse it's chipping away at you It's chipping away at you eventually And we may have listeners right now Who are going through that You you know Reach out uh, I hope they know Yeah reach out You know I hope they know that there is help available Um, Don't be ashamed If you have to reach out And you have to speak to someone If it's a friend A family member A work colleague
1: The important um, thing is to reach out Because you know Personally speaking I don't want another example Of Chester Bennington I don't know who this is Uh, The singer of Linkin Park Okay Okay. He he was uh, struggling at the time that he took his own life. Yeah, so nobody wants to be in that position.
0: I've been there. Reach out. We've been there. I've, yeah, I've been there. You've been there. Um, many of our listeners have probably been there. Yeah, yeah, we'll be right. again,
1: surely, but... Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, going through it is not easy. Um, but you're right. I mean, reaching out, talking to people... It helps. It really does help. And, And, you know, you uh, don't
1: necessarily need to to reach out. And, you know, I don't need to kind of come down and go, James, you know what? I'm struggling with this at the minute. It's more of a case of, do you know what? Can I just spend some time with you? Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's just getting away and doing something
0: and um, taking your mind off it. You know, doing something else. Like doing this podcast. Like doing this podcast where we're talking about uh, it. But the thing is, right. This is what I found from my experience, and I'm still going through my experience. Mine started about, I don't know, five, six months ago, seven months ago. I'm still going through it now, but I find, I've always found talking about it wasn't the problem, mm. right? Now, you might be different, our listeners might be different, but for me, I always found that talking about it, even though sometimes it could be deep, it could be dark, it could be depressing, it, it never made me feel worse to talk about it, right? right.
1: Now, that might just be a personal thing. Is that is that, if I can chip away at that, is that when you talk about it, do you talk about it with people you know or people you don't know? Both. Right, okay. Talk about it to people I know, people I don't know, right? And it doesn't um, make you feel worse. It doesn't make me
0: feel worse, right? right? Um, I, because for me, it was about talking. It was about getting out. It was about saying, you know what? Because I was concerned about doing something like that in the house, which I rent, and my landlord having to clean it up. So I started to think of ways that I could do this that isn't going to be messy, and it's going to mean that they don't have to clean anything up.
1: Do you know what? So that actually, was one way. Right? Do you know what, actually, right? Whether you saying that, there, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at how similar, yeah. right, when I have had those thoughts there of somebody else, you know, somebody who's not me, coming in and finding that mess. You know, not necessarily, uh, you know, a bloody mess or anything like that on the carpet, in the shower or whatever, but just finding you in that state, and then that's kind of the last memory they have of you
0: yeah of course it's not a good one for them no it's not um but again those are the things that went through my mind mm-hmm. so stuff like that it was about because there's so many ways you can do this
1: stuff of right there is. and we're not um, going to detail them because we're not that, detail that's not everything. we're going
0: yeah i mean anything we're going to cover it's not something anybody couldn't just think of themselves right but then you think about the impact that's going to have on someone else there we right go. and that's what makes you not do that but so, that's what makes us not do that. Well, it's what makes us not do it. Yeah, obviously not everybody's in that position. Some people they're they're so dark, uh, so deep down and, and struggling, and so struggling so that they don't have the uh, the ability necessarily to think of that. Right? I guess in a sense you could say that if you are still thinking about that, you're maybe not at that point where you're ready to kind of go down that route. Hopefully, right? I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert on this stuff, right? But for me, I guess in my head, because I was thinking about ways to do it that wouldn't involve other people, at least I still had a part of me that was thinking about other people. When it could have been so easy just to say, screw it and just do something that would impact hundreds of people. Yeah, exactly. Um, So just going back to that being found thing, you could set it up where you don't get found by somebody that knows you. You could have done it for the police to find you. You know, you could have rung the number. And just said, hey, I'm about to do this. And then you do it and you leave your door unlocked. Police come round. They walk in. They find you. They're the ones dealing with it. They're trained to deal with that stuff, right? Yeah, but that doesn't make it right or easier. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it easier. But if if it's an option of one of my friends or my landlord or someone finding it or the police finding it or an ambulance driver or someone, in my opinion, they would be the better people to have to deal with that,
1: right? Yeah, but still though. It's
0: still difficult. But they probably deal with stuff like that a lot. So it's not the end of the
1: world for them. All all I want to just kind of highlight on that part as well is that we've found out kind of over the past year or so, you know, how much people in those professions, for example, whether or not it is essentially, as James was kind of trying to hint at, being um, run of the mill um, and, you know, routine or, you know, something that you're trained for, it's still. Mega difficult for these people, you know, who have chosen to go into those. To positions. do that job, yeah, yeah. You know, I even thought about things like going, going away, disappearing. You know what I mean?
0: Finding a random cave in the middle of nowhere and just walking into it and just getting completely lost and never being found for like hundreds like, or thousands of years. Are you, are you claiming your death in service? Um, I I don't know who would do that. Probably my mum would claim that. Um, but initially, you'd be classed as a missing person because you don't know if you're alive or dead. If I did that, okay. So it'd but probably be a, a few years. Yeah. After a particular amount of time, they would clash. He's dead, and all that stuff would be sorted. Come back? I wouldn't come back.
1: No, but could you come back?
0: No. If you... No, it would be done. That took a turn. It would be done. <laughs> but that—that's what I'm saying. That's another option that came into my head. How can I do this without someone being impacted by it? And it's but just then to you disappear. Can't,
1: you can't though, because when you say someone being impacted by this. Right? right. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. I know what I you're mean, saying. Found, I, I yeah. know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if, you, if you're if you looking at it just in those words, literally in those words, right, which is how my brain works because of, right, it's that thing of, well, actually, there's nothing that anyone can do on a daily basis that doesn't impact somebody. Yeah, yeah. And that that is probably where your head goes, or at least where my head goes when it comes to anything. What is the impact if I do this? Right. So... Will I do that? No. Will I do that? Yes. You know, depending on what the, the situation is. Mm-hmm.
0: Although saying that, I've spent many days on my own in this house with no one and nothing and gone whole days where I've done stuff that have not impacted anybody else.
1: You say that. So it's possible. I don't think it well, is. Well, if but, I sit in the house and I don't do anything. But it's not true. Who's that impacting? Right. So if you sit in the house, right? <laughs> if you sit...
0: And you're thrown over there. If I sit in that chair on my own, right, right, and nobody else is in the house with me, nobody comes to the door, uh, nobody knows I'm even in the house. I, I lived here for about three months before my neighbour knew there was somebody in this <laughs> house, right? Because I, I was in this house on my own. It's COVID. It was lockdown. Correct. Nobody even knew I was here. They never saw me coming and going because, you know... they didn't. Uh, no, I did. I, I would go to the supermarket and stuff. But that neighbour there didn't know there was somebody in this house until one day I was out in the garden and she was like... Oh, and she introduced herself and we got talking and she, I didn't even know, you know, hello, the other I'm, guy had moved out. Uh, Amber Lynn. Yeah, Amber Lynn, yeah. But, um, but I said Amber. Basically, um, that that is the situation. So if, if I was doing that and I didn't do a single thing all day, it's not having an impact on anyone.
1: But if you didn't do a single thing all day, would that include checking in with me? I don't know. No, but that's what I'm saying. If you sat there, like and literally did nothing... But I
0: don't mean literally doing nothing. Aye, aye, I know. But I you're just sitting, mean you're like sitting. You're sitting, sitting there, there.
1: You're, yeah. you're not bothered about, you know, your phone buzzing or whatnot, yeah. right? You sit there, you don't, you're don't. you not touching your phone to contact people, you're watching the TV, you're having your, your meal or whatever. Yeah, just a right? normal day where I am texting that, you, right? All right, when you are, then yeah. that's Okay. So that's what I'm saying. So if I didn't, it could possibly
0: impact you because you're going to go, where is it? But it would you know?
1: possibly impact me as well with you doing it because I yeah. expect that you do.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm just saying a normal day. So not sitting all day doing absolutely nothing, right? Normal day, bit of telly, bit of breakfast, bit of lunch, bit of dinner, bit more telly, go to bed. Da, da, da. In that situation, it's not impacting anybody impacting
1: anybody i still agree to
0: differ okay we can agree to differ i'm okay with that yeah that's <laughs> fine but it's not we're uh, not gonna find anybody in a negative way right um but the thing is in sport should mental health be as important as the physical
1: health and it should definitely i, I think be in, in any in any walk of life. life yeah yeah absolutely you know i mean you know is is that thing i know that in parts of my job for example and you'll probably be the same is it's the fear of rejection well it is difficult being a gigolo Wow, <laughs> not where we were going ladies and gents <laughs> but just you, to clarify it, that's not what i do um i don't he, know about simon but, he says uh, that what why why are you <laughs> casting aspersions of my good character <laughs> what you do in your own personal time i have no idea i tell you what i do in my own
0: personal I have no time. idea i'm
1: not going to say it here on the podcast
0: what you tell someone and what you're doing are two can be two very different no, things. Not for me. I, I, I have personal experience I, I have, of this in the last year.
1: You do, but not not
0: from <laughs> me. Um, but yeah, I mean... That's that's coming up on a special, by uh, the way. Uh, yeah, we're going to do a special one day where that's going to come up, that whole subject matter. Uh, so keep listening. Hit that subscribe button. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, any walk of life. You're right, there are things that impact you. Yeah. Even in our jobs.
1: Absolutely. You you put yourself out there for something to happen. You do that four or five times, you know, at least, you know, more, less, whatever. And someone says no, then you're just going to stop trying. Gonna mm-hmm. knock your confidence. Correct. And then <laughs> it's a spiral from there. A spiral. And then the thoughts start Could, coming in. Mm-hmm. And, you know,
0: that's it. It's easily done. And um, even the happiest people on the planet, you know, they probably have their moments
1: where they're like... Oh my what? word! Oh, oh my, my word! word. What now? Wow! 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 Well. Uh, that takes me back to something that um, <laughs> here we go. We've got a my, story coming, folks. My wife said, right? Yep. Um, Robin Williams, right? Yeah. She turned round, right? I, 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 I just this just takes me back, right? Um, however many years ago that was, I'm sure we were still living uh, in our second property. It was together. a long time ago now, yes. And um, she turned round to me, right? Straight face and everything, right? And goes if the funniest man in the world is depressed, what hope does that have for the rest of us? And that, that stayed with me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like just what you've said there, the happiest people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so if you consider him the funniest man in the world, and that's what drove him to. It's easily disguised. I think uh, that's the just... point,
0: right? Everybody's different. Everybody reacts to things differently. I'm the kind of person that for a big part, I disguise it, right? Yeah. Um, I, I can, I can put on that fake smile. I can put on that mask. I can, I can appear to be the, the happiest person, the funniest person, whatever you want to call it in the group. And you wouldn't know there was a single thing wrong with me. Right. I can do it. I refuse to to do that. Some people refuse to do that. and, And for them that works for me. I I think it depends on your experiences of stuff, right? So I have had negative experiences where I've talked about my mental health with some people, and I think that sometimes makes you kind of just go, "Do you know what? I'm not doing that again," because it makes you it makes you think that nobody wants to know about it. Nobody, and it's difficult for men. It's even harder, apparently, right? Because yes. um, we're, we're I mean, I never was personally, but they say that men are, are taught to kind of you know, hide their emotions and not talk about their feelings so I, and stuff. I don't
1: think I was taught per se. I think yeah. it was more the fact of socially and then from watching films, if you include that as part of your education, you know, films, TV, mm-hmm. wh- whatever, nobody talks about touchy-feely stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Whereas for me, it was more a case of, Do you know, what? I'm actually okay, I am actually okay talking about this, but then when I did it, there wasn't that experience that you expect
1: to get so what was the experience you expected
0: to get? So the experience I expected to get from the way that my work would talk, the way that um, society was starting to talk, because it was a few years, a couple of years ago, okay. right? So mental health was starting to become a, a really important subject starting to in become society. The buzzword. It was starting to become the buzzword. And, hey, it's okay to do that. And our work is the same thing. You know, they, they started to talk about that kind of thing and say, hey, guys, you know, da 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 da
1: to make the right noises. Yes, the right
0: noises. So you start to go down that route. And I didn't even really... I didn't really even want to talk about it. It was someone who picked up on me and said, I've noticed you're a bit, mm. and I was like, oh, I'm fine. they like, okay, but, you know, uh, 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 and then eventually I just went, Do you know what? But, and I blurted out, right? And the experience I got from that was eventually, it was just like, really negative. Yeah. You know? And I thought to myself, I understand why people don't talk about this. Correct. Because even when you're being told you're okay to talk about it. This is a safe space. There's always that judgment from other people. Yes. There's always the potential of that negative experience that you're going to have. And then you just learn to mask it even more. Bottle it up, hide it. It's only the last like five, six months when I've really embraced it and said, you know what, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to... All of this stuff. And even now, there are still some people who... Don't take, you know, they, they make you feel bad about that.
1: Yeah.
0: They, they make you feel negative for bringing this up, talking about that. They, they come out with stuff, and I, I know it's not their fault. You're so all, negative,
1: you're so depressing.
0: Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Or even just, you know, we all, we've all we all done it probably, right? I, I know I've probably done it in the past with people, you know, and I know it's not the right thing to do now at the time, but, but it's the normal human reaction, which is, oh, I'll be fine. It could be worse. You know, we've all done it
1: right and it's not the right way to go about it my one is when people um turn around and go well so so-and-so is able to deal with it this way why can't you yeah because yeah. i'm not so-and-so exactly
0: exactly and, and it happened to me a couple of weeks ago somebody said oh it could be worse could be doing worse. and i was like was that me no, it wasn't you. No, it was someone else. And um, that was just their kind of response to it was, oh, it could be worse. And you could be dealing with... And then they went on about their own personal something or other, which wasn't even a, a mental health thing. It was a physical um, thing that they were experiencing from the, the COVID jab, you know? Um, and I was Psychosomatic, like, alec and Z Yeah. Feel the pressure. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Uh, and now when you get that, part of you kind of goes, oh, you really shouldn't say that to me. But part of you also kind of goes, What did I expect? You know? That's the reaction some people are going to give. It could be worse. You'll be fine. It'll be okay. You know? So part of them acknowledges that you've been through hell. And part of them is like, But it could be worse. So you're like, Okay, where are you going with this? And you pull back again. Yeah, it could be worse. It could be worse. I'll tell you for why. Mm -hmm. It could be me going through it. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and I think that goes for a lot of things in life. If it's you dealing with it, then it's okay to talk about it, If, if, it, if, right? it's,
1: if it's not, if it's not me and it's you, then that's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like if I am, if I'm going, if you're going through it, and you're not, and I'm not, then it's easy for me to say, "Oh man, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. Don't worry about it. It'd be cool. I mean, it's all great. You've got support for this. You've got support for that. But it'll be great, right? But when you're going through it yourself." What coping you,
1: strategies do you have?
0: Yeah. What coping what, strategies do you have? What have you, you done have? to try and get yourself out of this hole? Yeah. What would you tell someone else? That that one kills me, man. It's like, are you kidding? Because I've got the kind of brain that does that anyway, right? So my head is constantly just it's thinking of every single possible option. What would I tell someone else? Everything I've told myself. And I'm still here. And I'm still going through this. That made no difference. What would I tell myself? What would I tell someone else? You know, so that kind of advice doesn't doesn't help either. My I, I went, I did therapy, right? And my therapist came out with a lot of that stuff. You broke your therapist. <laughs> I did break my therapist. I love that. Um, because I basic one of my comments was, you know, man, what's the point? Like, you're going to spend like so much of your life just working, sleeping, doing nothing. And then one day you die. And she was just like, oh my God, I never thought of that. And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, oh. And then she got really quiet and she just sat there. Just, well, thanks. that's all for today. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but she was just like, oh, never thought of that before. And I was just like, well, see, because my head, I, I'm thinking, how could you not think of that before? Because it's perfectly logical. To me, it's perfectly logical to think that way. Why are we going from like the age of 16, 17, 18, whatever, and working for 50 years or 60 years and really getting nothing out of it? You know, why do we get two days off a week and we work five? Well,
1: you work five.
0: Yeah, well, uh, yeah. So in that situation, you know, why, why for a lot of people
1: do we work five days of the week and we get two days off? Because you're not clever enough to decide that you want to work a different shift.
0: Well, there is part of that. That's,
1: that, that's not, I'm but not even, having a go at anyone's intelligence. But even just if not, you change that. the shift, though, you're still working the same hours. But you're
0: working more. Right? Why <laughs> do we work those hours and we have these hours off? Why is it not the other way around? Or even 50-50? Why
1: well, is well, it that's what I'm on It so, so much It's 50-50, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much, yeah. But why is it so much work and so little free time? And then it's only when we get older and we look back and we go, oh, I wish I had more free time. Why don't we all just say now? Why don't we do this now? This will bring us up to an episode we're going to do in the future. What about independent about, countries? Um, no, no, about basic income.
1: All oh, right, yes, yeah, so that was good. <laughs> um, idea.
0: that's something we're going to be talking about in the future. But the whole mental health thing—I'm glad we had this episode because you know we've covered a lot of that stuff. How um, I think. Well, do you have anything more you want to add to it? At well, the it just, it you just know, seems like you're, you're
1: you're trying to rush me out the door. No, no, no. It's just yeah, I'm you know aware because 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 you've heard what I wanted to say now, and you know it could be worse. And <laughs> it could be worse, Simon. It could what be worse. What we will do is yeah. we will. Um, well, you're free put, to talk. Put up you... some uh, information. Um, this episode to... can be as long as you wanted to be. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. But what we will do is we will put up some information uh, in the. Synopsis, Mm -hmm. program description, whatever you want to call it. We'll put up some stuff for the Samaritans. Well, I was going to say of of um, of organisations that can help. But Um, the most important thing, reach out, all right? mm -hmm. Whether that's to your doctor or whether it's to a friend, um, you know, someone that you work with that you can trust, that sort of thing. Um, The important thing is to to reach out, all right? Um, That's the message.
0: yeah, and usually on this podcast, if you've been listening for a while, you know we're, we're normally quite silly. Um, but this is quite serious. <laughs> but this is a serious subject, you know, and um, we we just
1: want everybody to take care. Look after yourselves. It's a difficult time. It's a difficult time and for a lot of people. For everyone anyway. Yeah. So, you know, personal circumstances will impact on that even more.
0: And look, we're not all in this together, right? Regardless of what the media will say, regardless <laughs> of what the governments will say. Uh, we're not all in this together. We're all in the same storm. But we're all in very different boats or, you know, whatever. I'm in a dinghy, Um, mate. You're in up myself. I'm on a surfboard by the feeling of it sometimes. Um, You know, it's not the same experience for everybody. As much as everybody wants to say, oh, we're all going through the same thing, we're not. You know, it's, for some people, it's been a really, really tough year. Yep. Um, And for others, it's been a really, really great year. Um, and for a lot of people, they're in the middle, you know, or they've been up, they've been down. It's it's that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, if you're going through a rough time, there will be some links, as, as Simon says in the in the episode notes. If you want to click on them, if you want to get some help, uh, reach out to someone, anyone. Um, there's always someone who will be willing to listen
1: to you. Okay. Because they're paid um, to do so. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I was just trying to bring it back to being a bit silly. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know. I t- i don't know and and remember I, you know final thought a problem shared is a problem doubled that's a new one on me <laughs> a problem shared is a problem doubled that's, it's just my experience
0: <laughs> and on that note um we will uh, feel free by the way we are on anchor fm okay so if you want anchor.fm rather as the website uh, i'll put a link to our page as well in the notes for this episode uh so if you want to even reach out to us um feel free, there's a message us option on the page and you can uh, do that if you really, really feel that's how you want to go, okay? We don't want anybody to feel alone. Uh, we cannot tell you that we're the right people to speak to, but we're not we can necessarily... We give you some direction. Yeah, we can give you direction. We can listen, okay? We can be there for you if, if you if you really need that. So um, feel free to, to do that, okay? But thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves, everybody. And do you have any final... Uh, yeah, Lines well, or? well,
1: now I'm I'm off to do all the kind of things that um, help me, you know, to get those dolphins uh, running out there. Um, I'm away to listen to some Radiohead and eat chocolate, which sounds like a perfect way to spend the day. Bye, everybody. See you next time.